Hello, hello, and welcome back to your favorite Pretty Little Liars podcast. My name is Jay, and I'm here with the always bubbly, always excitable AJ Norris. How are you doing today? Jay, I'm tired. <laughs> I cannot give you an introduction to that and have you say you're tired. It is the 4th of July. AJ, light up this podcast like a firework. Like, listen, you gave me that intro. I saw the door. I had to step through it. That's fair. Always here for the joke, AJ Norris. Um, Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. (laughs) Yeah. This is the day that Kelly Clarkson came out with Miss Independent, right? (laughs) That's why it was Neo. I thought Neo came out with Miss Independent. They both did. Same day. Ah, fair. And you know what? She got her own thing. That's why I love her. <laughs> all right. All right. I see what you did there. Not acknowledging it, but I, I see you. I see you. you I hear you. And I also lied to you. What do you mean? Um, before this podcast, I said that I had four tabs related to our podcast open on my computer, but yeah. I forgot that I still had the episode up in a different window. so i had five listen that just shows people if you don't understand how committed jay is (laughs) jay's committed (laughs) well um i do want to mention that i did stream this uh episode in discord with a couple friends um shout out especially to Corey, um who gave me some great insight and uh who caught up on all of your wild theories with me on my theories <laughs> oh yeah because we were trying to figure out something uh for a couple of weeks from now when we have our end of season <laughs> extravaganza and we had to follow the through line of your theories to get there <laughs> i feel like my theories are like not consistent you know what either is the show <laughs> um, like, trust me i understand i watched i've seen um I don't know how many episodes and you're over here like in the background like a kiss first AJ and I'm like dang (laughs) his name is Sean (laughs) are you sure are you sure about that I'm really sure I thought it was John for a long time you know he is the pastor's son (laughs) so I see what you did there I got you you know John Bible tractors whatever um I I was genuinely thought to see him in this episode I'm not gonna lie it's like, why are you back? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> why is he here? That's a great question. But should we get into the episode to find out? I guess we should. <laughs> um, because we're going to start out with the most exciting plot point yet. Spencer. Jay, I thought you were about to say the most infuriating plot point yet. Because. <laughs> Tell me more. Are you infuriated? Yes. Why? <laughs> S, Y, S, and Zs, they are not hypotheticals. They are not imaginary. They are very much real numbers. <laughs> you just don't know what they are yet. <laughs> okay, okay. So I thought that you were going to be infuriated because Spencer is still a per- We start off with the fact that she's a person of in- interest in the investigation. 
Um, but you're just talking about how like algebra is real yes. and does have imaginary numbers, but that doesn't mean algebra is imaginary. Correct. There are imaginary numbers and the ones that Spencer stated are not imaginary. <laughs> so let's rewind a little bit. Spencer starts by saying that every, I think that's later in the episode too. But either way, uh, that was my first person note. of interest mad. in the investigation into Allie's murder, mm-hmm. and it's making her head all messed up. It she is. used to think that algebra made sense. Now nothing makes sense. <laughs> um, the police are there. They're going through everything in her room, in yes. her house, and they wanted to take her laptop, but her mom is like, the laptop isn't in the search warrant. And honestly, I know it was 2010, but why wasn't the laptop in the search warrant? That's a great question. Like, I, honestly, Jay, I feel like if there's one thing I would want, the most important thing, I, I don't know, maybe, um, I feel like if there's going to be something, it'll be on the laptop. That's my humble opinion. Yeah, so I just Googled this. Um, and in like 2012, 2013 is when Michelle Carter um, texted her boyfriend encouraging him to die by suicide mm-hmm. and like her phone and her laptop were taken immediately and if that's yeah. like two years late she was convicted in 2014 yeah so if that's like four years later that she's convicted like not that much more has happened like Allie is a high school girl yes of course you should you should get everybody's phones and laptops I agree run every number that she was communicating with in fact why haven't they done that already you know what my question is Trey? why haven't they got all the girl shit (laughs) correct like why is spencer the primary person of interest is really a great question yes and i think it's because she's the one that brought the trophy to the police and she's the one that lied to the police about ian but if you but but if they but, took Spencer's phone and laptop, they'd see that she tells everything to the girls. But I feel like, well, okay, never mind. I guess no, you go did. ahead. I was about to say, uh, omitting something that's not relevant is not like lying. But then I was like, oh, she might have not told them about Ian and Allison, which could be. No, I think she didn't tell them about her and Ian. So, uh, so that omission is not lying. <laughs> but I think, I think the that we see them ask. Um, did Ian ever show any interest in younger women? Because she makes that assertion. And I think she's, she, she implies that he does. Well, she says, well, not to the police. To the police, she says no. Mm. And it's like, girl, you were making out with him. Mm. Okay, then I guess I'm incorrect. That, which you're is right. Awful. Like a mission of fact is different than lying. Yes. But it doesn't help her case. Like, I, I feel like if you're making something that you know is important information and that is needed for this um, investigation, then sure, um, I can consider that lying. But I feel like uh, her past relationship with Ian is not necessarily important to this case. Yeah. Um, so does lying make you look guilty? Yes. So I guess Mr. and Mrs. Montgomery are guilty as hell. <laughs> But I've been saying that. Ah, like that, that's not new. Like, baby, what, what, what were they doing, Jay? Tell, tell the audience what they were doing. The people who didn't watch um, with you on Discord. So Arya goes downstairs. She's going to get some breakfast. 
make some breakfast, mm-hmm. get some coffee. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's two coffee cups on the kitchen table and mm-hmm. they've been drunk, drunk out of, drink out of. I think there's the been coffee course. in there. Yes, correct, correct. There has been coffee. And uh, meanwhile, Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Byron over there yeah. is saying that uh, Mrs. Montgomery, Ella is gonna come over soon. And she's gonna, and they're gonna have breakfast together and like all the family. And then they're gonna, you know, she's gonna pick them up and take them to school because she teaches there. But Aria is now a sleuth. She has spent far too much time snooping into other people's business, including her parents, when she stalked Mm -hmm. them to the high school. Yes. Let's not forget she did do that. Yeah. We've seen on the previous Leon, so we know it's important. And uh, she's like, so, so was mom already here? And her dad kind of doesn't answer the question. And so she figures out that her mom had spent the night. Which is like wild. Well, it's not implied. Like, I don't even know if it was implied that like they spent the night like together, together. Well, my thing is she is in the house. For an extended period of time, and I don't, I don't, I don't know her relationship with her children. Um, but yeah, she like, but neither of the kids like woke up to get like a snack in the middle of the night. They're like fifteen years old. Like, you know how many nights I stayed asleep the entire night when I was fifteen? Zero. Basically. <laughs> Same. Because uh, I used to sneak downstairs and like watch Pretty Little Liars because I was too embarrassed. Watch it when my parents are like awake. What do you mean? <laughs> what like, about the show screams embarrassing? <laughs> I thought I was too smart for it. Jay, let me tell you something sad. They knew. They knew. <laughs> Actually, they didn't. My mom was like, like I told her that I was podcasting about the show once. And she was just like, have you seen that before? And I was just like, Yeah. I've seen it like three times. And she was just like, you watch that garbage? And I'm like, mom, I watch Big Brother. Oh, hey, 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 okay, okay. Listen, listen now. I understand that Big Brother is trash. Got my butt. We have some gems in there. <laughs> I watched Big Brother 19. And, and no one told you to do that. Every- and no one told me to watch this show either. Yeah, but I feel like people actively said, stop watching Big Brother 19. <laughs> That's true. Um, but Arya offers her services and her brother's services to cook dinner so they can all have dinner together that night. Without Mike's permission. <laughs> right. And you know I have one question about that. I this. got an answer for you. You know I do. Well, I was going to ask if you knew what my question was. but Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> why are they cooking dinner when they could go get Chinese food and support like, what? Support Mr. What's his face? Mr. Chung. <laughs> Support Mr. Chung. <laughs> what you're missing, listeners, is before this podcast, I said um there's not a single name that AJ will remember from week to week. <laughs> but this was a deep pull, so I forgive you. <laughs> Even though Mr. Chung is the only unproblematic character on the show. Uh, I wouldn't say only. No, I would. Oh. <laughs> I don't think uh, what's her face uh, I don't think um, pause core four girl we love her we know her Emily, Emily? I don't think Emily's problematic <laughs> <We know her. laughs> I don't think she's 
I think Mr. Chung has done less problematic things than Emily. Well, pause. Mr. Chung is a blank slave. Mr. Chung could be like doing some illegal stuff. And you know what? He's trying to support his family. <laughs> and it feels a little wrong that our only Asian American character you're saying is doing illegal things. <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm saying you are giving this man who we do not know, besides the fact that he makes good food and, and that, that he's a he local business. And that he didn't name his restaurant like Thai Takeout. Because he's true to himself. <laughs> Correct. Um, you know who's trying to be true to herself? Uh, is it who? It is Miss Hannah Marin. Hannah lost her V card. No, to who? To Caleb. Dang. Uh, wait, no, no. You looked at me. No, I knew, I knew, I knew who it was him. You looked very disappointed at me. You looked very. I knew it was him. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you remembered Sean, so we knew it wasn't going to be Sean. And uh, not only did she I've never her... seen you look that disappointed as me before. <laughs> well, I was really more disappointed in Hannah, but that's it was a choice. Um, and she's happy with her choice. She is over the moon about her choice. Like she's cooking and stuff. Like she's saying, I'm wiped up now. Yeah. Well, Caleb's making eggs and Ashley is like, wow, it smells like butter in here. Like, because apparently they were on like this low carb, low fat, whatever diet where they couldn't have butter, but they could have Eggo waffles. (laughs) You know, it does not add up. That does not track to me. You know what? And neither does the low carb, low fat diet. So you tell them, Jay. <laughs> uh, so yes, but Hannah is key. just giddy, and this continues for the like, like, like I will say, like in this scene, she was the happiest I've seen her in like maybe ever. Yeah, because like and, even and- when she was with Sean, Sean was like holding her back a little bit. Or she was holding well, herself I, back with Sean. But also, Loki, Loki, you've been in those long-term relationships where um, after a while, it's like... <laughs> I have, but I was like, you're making assumptions here. <laughs> but I have. And, and like, I'm after lovable. A while, it's, it's not as, like, you know, exciting or fun as when you first started. And, like, you want one thing and the other person wants another and you just grow separate ways. Like, that's how it works. It's okay. It's life's happen. Doesn't mean either person's bad. Um, and for all we know, Caleb is over the moon with about Hannah too. Because Hannah snoops in his bag and finds a jeweled pendant of an owl. That was weird, right? Okay. That was maybe my question. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> is this Hannah's style? You know what? I feel like this was old Hannah style. Like pre allification. Pre, pre yeah. Pre monification. I think allification happened first, but yeah. Monif- I think monification was the finale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, and but I like, think- like I, I think if Ali saw Hannah with that, like she would have buried Hannah. See, I disagree. Oh. <gasps> And maybe it's because I was a white femme in 2010. (laughs) 
I think Allie would have been all over that shit. I think. Are we looking at the same owl? So I think because it's like a dark owl, it looks a little creepy. It does feel very creepy. But if it was a different color like if you owl, told- if it was like pink and green or whatever, owls were like all over like teachers' classrooms and like Pinterest and like it was like Chevron and owls everywhere. It was sorority chic. If you told me that owl contained an evil spirit, I would believe you. Okay, but imagine this owl in like gold <laughs> and silver. <laughs> and let me tell you, every sorority girl who was a spe- who was an education major mm-hmm. had something owl as a statement piece. Well, I'll say, as someone who was never a girl in 2010, um, I wouldn't Same, notice energy. To be clear, <laughs> I, I would not notice energy. Um, but yeah, it's because of the coloring that it's a little odd. Mm-hmm. But I could see this. I could see Allie having this, and therefore I could see Hannah having this. But Hannah doesn't seem to be right now in her statement piece necklace era. That seems like beginning of the season, Hannah. Hmm. That she dressed like, you know, she was going to philanthropy round at Alpha Beta Zeta. Oh, you talking about the Alpha Beta Zetas? Mm, you know how I feel about those alpha beta zetas. <laughs> Is that a real sorority? <laughs> I don't think so. Wait, let me Google real quick. Alpha beta zetas. <laughs> I was like, I am not going. I said alpha, and I was like, I am not going to say alpha kappa alpha because I love the AKA. No, we, now listen. We don't talk bad about the AKA. <laughs> well, I have nothing bad to say. Oh, we can talk bad about the alpha beta zeta. <laughs> Are they not real? Huh? Is it not real? It's for children. Oh, well, you know, we hate them. <laughs> like, no, for like people between the ages of four and 16. Okay, well, like, abortion is healthcare, so. <laughs> um, But Hannah doesn't like this necklace because of the aesthetic, like, because she thinks it's, like, cute, right? Like, mm-hmm. she thinks it has a deeper meaning. So what's that deeper meaning? When, when they were getting down and dirty, there was owls outside. <laughs> yeah because they had sex in the woods in a tent correct listen look wait jake there was marshmallows there was um what else do you say there was (laughs) yeah she's like s'mores and tents and camping and owls Owls, yeah it was all part of the night it's gonna be part of that memory forever like just in the middle i just heard a hoot hoot (laughs) and i was like (laughs) She sure she heard a hoot hoot. She wasn't. It, it might have been Caleb. <laughs> and she's just in the school cafeteria sharing this with the uh, the other girls. That's the next thing we see. Everyone but Spencer. <laughs> well, yeah. Because Spencer got her own things going on. Spencer has not made it to school because she is understandably dealing with the police. Yes. Um, and Arya is trying to be like. Are you sure it's for you? Are you sure, like, you're, like, is this really what you want? Like, this seems to be going a little fast. But she looks over, um, and she sees Sean and Paige flirting at a different table. It, it, wait, pause. Jay, and Nola, I wrote in my notes, when did that happen? And legit, a second later, 
Arya was like, when did this happen? <laughs> yeah, so okay. let's give some context to this. Last okay, time we saw Sean was what? Uh, It was the dance where she kept dancing with Lucas for money. And he was like, we're done. Mm-hmm. So last thing we see, they break up. Last thing we saw with Emily and Paige, what happened? Um, Emily said, listen, I'm not going to be with you until you figure yourself out. Okay. And that was like yesterday. Yes. Because, or like two they, days ago, it was enough time for, for Caleb. Less to get than five kid. days. Less than five days. Yeah. Less than five days. And uh, now Paige has decided, well, I like Sean and Sean has decided I'm going to tr- try to ask up Paige. And I think on Sean's end, there's been time. Maybe he's like trying to move on, trying to find, trying to find something. Like this, like it's been like episodes. Like, like I think this happened like when we were first introduced to Caleb and Caleb's been with us for a hot minute. Yeah. So it makes sense for Sean, I think this timeline. Yeah. I think, I think Sean, but pause, I also feel like Sean, Sean is, is the type person where it's like, uh, yo, my heart is broken forever and I will not date anyone else for like a year. <laughs> yeah, but maybe his friends are like, yo, Paige is cute. Maybe you should try to get to know her a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like Sean would very much like in, in my feelings. Yeah, but I feel like he's not looking to be like, damn she's hot let's get together I feel like he's developed like a friendship with her and now he's starting to maybe be like okay maybe I could ask her on a date and my question is when did this friendship start <laughs> well maybe it's been, like they're both jocks maybe it's been behind the scenes maybe they've known each other a while mm. um uh but Emily seems hurt by this but Hannah does not Hannah has no idea she's like I hope Sean's happy. Which I'm like, happy. Well, he deserves to be happy, which is fair. I was like, because it's not like they were in a a toxic or abusive relationship. Like yeah. I, I feel like I feel like if we had a power rank how all the relationships were, they were like at worst number two so far. Right. It was relatively healthy until mm-hmm. all the A stuff happened. Yes. And and, and, and the crashing of a vehicle. <laughs> right, which had to do with A. No, no, yes, the A stuff. But I was just like, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's, and it's nice to see that she wants him to be happy. But it's also just she's like way too. I don't care about Sean, considering how long their relationship was. Well, is it just me, or does it feel like uh, she has the sex goggles on? Yeah. Like, like it's like she's still in the honeymoon phase right now. <laughs> I mean, you would think that Caleb's about to propose with this damn owl. <laughs> the way she was, she was like, "Oh, maybe I should pretend how to be socked when he gives it to me," and they start doing these faces. Right, and I'm just like, "Okay, this is not days of our lives. Calm down. It's not a soap opera. It's 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 not that big of a deal, but okay." Um, I'm not going to, um, you're on a high. I'm not going to take you down. Um, and Arya's in her own little world by this point, And she sends a text to Ezra. And that text, I did make sure to grab a screenshot of. 
thank you because I didn't and I was like oh this is going to be important it said thinking of your eyes how I want to be looking into them right now this second XO Aria first of all you find her name wait Jay let me tell you something and and this this came up um later on when Paige sends a text message I've never seen a group of people like send a message followed by their name Maybe like when you first make a group message and you're not sure if everyone has each other's number. <laughs> valid, valid. But, but like otherwise. <laughs> why are you sending your name? <laughs> and also like, why would you send that to your illegal teacher boyfriend? During school, I, like, listen, Arya does not care. She does not care. She says, I'm she looking sex goggles on. Truly, truly, Jay, I thought that's where we were going when she sent the message and I got terrified. <laughs> well, it gets worse. Because it doesn't go to Ezra. Who does it go to? It goes to her mom. I'm not going to lie, Jay. When the scene first started, I thought she that was um, Ezra's phone and she was like, ooh, let me just Me peek. too. <laughs> okay, bet. And I was like, why are you reading his phone? But also good for you. <laughs> um, have you ever sent a text to the wrong person? Often, many a times. <laughs> a romantic text to the wrong person? Never. I double check. <laughs> if you have an important message that is confidential, like let's say you're trying to shit talk about someone. No, no. Here, here's just my. I know you don't, but imagine you're me. Uh, well, I, my thing is, I've seen way too many TV shows where numbers get messed up for no goddamn reason. That I'm like, this would not happen to me. I would not be um, a TV trope. <laughs> so. Yeah, and also, like, I'm afraid of the real-world consequences. You know what, Um, A couple times it's happened to me on Snapchat. Mm. But usually I'll send it to someone who's not relevant instead of the person that I'm trying to send it to. So, like, mm-hmm. if I'm trying to send, like, a shit-talking conversation to, like, you, maybe I accidentally send it to my friend Whitney. Mm. But, like, it's not like I send it to... The person that I'm shit talking about, I just send it to someone because I usually don't shit talk about people who are in my top five Snapchat friends. Yeah. Wow. Um, so there are two reasons why I can see this happening. One is that she texted her mom recently. That's why. That's that's what my guy said. But also the other one, which was in the wiki, which I thought was interesting, was that it could be that her mom's name and her phone is Ella. And Ella and Ezra could be next to each other in her phone. Jay, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> tell me why. Because my mom's in my mom's in my phone with her first name. Like, let me tell you something, Jay. I barely like, I barely find it tolerable when I find children called their parents by their first name. <laughs> but you're just gonna save their ass in your cell phone as like not even um like Ella Montgomery, just Ella. <laughs> Okay, so my mom is in my phone. My dad is in my phone as dad. Yeah. My mom is in my phone as first name, last name. Mm-hmm. And I'm close with my mom. She's like my best friend. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because I went to the same summer camp as my mom. Mm-hmm. And my mom worked at the camp when I was at camp. Mm-hmm. So everyone knew my mom. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be the person who's like, oh, my mom, blah, blah, blah. So I'd be like, oh, Allie said. Mm-hmm. And so I got used to calling my mom by her first name. Well, pause. There was, there was a period. There was a period of time, right? Uh, 
where my mom was a substitute teacher and she was substitute at the elementary school I went to. And it's during school hours, I'll be like, Miss Doris. Yeah, and, and, and I, I don't mom. know. It's... But I, so so I, th- I think that's a, a professional setting thing. But like everyone in my life, like if I say, like, if I say my mom, everyone's like, oh, Allie? So like, I just started calling her by her name. Mm. And so it made sense for her to be in my phone as that. Mm. Um, but now I'm an adult, so I'll say my mommy. Actually, I'll just say my mom, but you know. <laughs> Let me tell you something. My mom and dad would not hear me refer to them as anything but mom and dad. I was going to say, go ahead and say it. <laughs> go ahead and say it. What? I'm white. Oh, 100%. Was that a question? <laughs> it's a very white thing. And let me tell you that this was a common theme throughout the entire episode that like came up in the Discord. It was like how white this episode is. But like, I feel like that's every episode, but this is the first. Like I was about to say what episode. I, I remember distinctly. I don't remember much for our first podcast. But I remember I was like, I can tell easily that these are white writers. <laughs> Yeah. Because of the way they wrote Emily and her family. <laughs> we did have that conversation. Um, <laughs> speaking of Emily, Sean is going to come up to Emily and he's like, hey. And Emily's like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> that was the correct response. That was the correct response, too. <laughs> and he's like, you and Paige are on the swim team together. And she's like, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And why are you talking to me? <laughs> and he's like, I'm so sorry. This is going to be super awkward uh, because I know you're <laughs> Hannah's friend. She's like, I do not want to be here. <laughs> like, she's like, like, she, does, she does not say that to Sean, but you can tell she she's like, yeah, I'm Hannah's friend, but like, that's not relevant here. And he's like, is Paige seeing anyone? And she's like, not that I know of. And, and uh, Hannah really wants you to be happy. So like, don't worry about me being Hannah's friend. Hannah wants you to be happy. And I think she genuinely means it. Um, but she's like, I don't know Paige well enough, so you're gonna have to ask her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, bet. And Emily is like heartbroken a little bit about it. I didn't take it as heartbroken. I thought I took it as she's like confused. Yeah, confusing. but like she seems mad about it. Well, pause. So we we just established not that long ago. I don't know how many minutes it's been, but minutes ago that um Emily and Paige weren't having a picnic in the woods just less than five days ago. <laughs> yeah, but like Emily was like, I can't be in the closet with you. Well, listen, she she, she has she has priorities, um, but that don't negate if you have feelings. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like 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 she she was like she straight up said yo um you being in the closet right now would take me to a dark place and I do not need to go back to that dark place and I'm yeah. like I respect that and I think like that don't if mean she Emily like had that. been a little mm-hmm. bit more transparent and been like I still really like you mm-hmm. and had like said that a little bit more emphatically mm-hmm maybe Paige I don't I don't know Paige is also still trying to figure herself out and also Paige might be bi she hasn't even said that she's a lesbian oh yeah I wrote that in my notes that uh, she might be bi but I also keeps thinking like you cannot like this girl she tried to drown you I mean also that (laughs) like I will not let this woman leave that down 
<laughs> right. Like there's a lot going on here. And Emily is hung up on this girl. And I think the fact of the matter is Emily is hung up on the fact that she can't seem to be happy in a relationship like her friends can. Because things are inherently harder for her as a as an openly gay woman in mm-hmm. a small town in Pennsylvania. And as a woman of color. Yes. Um because like the whole Maya thing and then Paige. Like like like, look, like, listen, like Jay, her first relationship or, or open relationship, homegirl got sent to basically convergence state camp. Yeah. And I think like Emily just wants to have like a normal high school happy relationship and like life's not letting her have it. Mm -hmm. Like honestly, if anyone deserves it, it is Emily. Um, it's certainly not Arya. (laughs) What what does Arya do now? Well, I remember that text went to her mom. Oh yeah, I do remember. Well, surprise, her mom works at the high school. And her mom gets the text and she's like, pulls Arya aside into the classroom and she's like, who's this boy? And Arya's like, he's nobody, it's nothing. And Arya's like, and, and Ella's like, you can be honest with me. Like, I just want to, I just want you to be happy. Like, mm-hmm. it's really cute. Yeah. And she even deletes the text message. But, 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 no, but here's the thing, right? Uh. Ella was clearly and obviously teasing. She was like just teasing her daughter and stuff. Yeah. Ari got way too defensive. And okay, like, but I like she's it. a I, teenage I been, girl. No, pause. I have been defensive when my parents were teasing me because I'm like, stop teasing me. This I am like, my, my in my mind, I'm like, I'm grown. Stop teasing me and stuff like that. But this was like a net another level, <laughs> if that makes sense. No, she's white. Are you? Yeah. Well, you know, in in the show, she's meant to be. I don't know if Lucy Hale's white but i assume she is if not she's white passing ella is not white she is not but but anyway i think this is how white teenagers talk to their parents and and i i don't know (laughs) like i i read it as like aria is just pissed off and she's taking it out on her mom because this is something she's super sensitive about as she should be because it's illegal (laughs) You know it's illegal, and you did this to yourself. Why are you getting mad at Ella? She's just trying to be a mom. I do feel, sometimes I feel bad being as hard on Arya as we are because she literally is being groomed. Right? Like, she is the child in the situation. Yes, she is 100%. Like, she should know better. And, like, regardless of if Ezra is doing it maliciously or not, he is the one who deserves no, all that man needs to be locked up he needs to go to jail and the key needs to be yeah away. like regard like aria no, needs therapy he needs therapy and prison like here's my thing jay i can't acknowledge that you are the victim and still not like you oh yeah yeah i just wanted to like <laughs> i just like sometimes i feel like i blame her a lot for things that aren't necessarily her fault for example the whole like you have to keep this a secret or else i'm going to get in trouble blah blah, blah. like very much is Ezra's fault. It's not necessarily her fault for following suit because she will feel guilty if something bad happens to him because he has love love bombed her. Like it like is it wrong for her to keep a secret? Yes. Is it wrong on the same level as him asking her to keep well, a pause. secret? I mean, no. We, 
we, we we've talked about this like the, the men in her life has not been great because her dad for over a year was like yo you got to keep the secret for me for, um, for sure i just don't want to like give her equal blame as ezra you know what i mean i hope that's not the insinuation that has been given right i just like it just hit me as i was talking about it i was like "Ooh, wait has this been what we've been doing because <laughs> <laughs> like i can hate a child but i can really yes. hate a man <laughs> like i'm an abortion rights activist but before that i'm a misandrist <laughs> i'm gonna add that to twitter later <laughs> understood, um understood. have your parents ever like read through like read through your texts not to my knowledge okay <laughs> like what have your parents there? ever what taken your phone away yes do you think they didn't read your phone when they took your phone away when they took I've, i didn't get much messages when they took my phone away like did you ever get in trouble for like like something that you might have been saying to somebody else something that I might the only time I got in trouble for saying something to someone else was because I was caught swearing <laughs> okay so like for example yeah. yeah my family had some personal things going on my mom did not want me sharing that with my friends yes and when I told her that she doesn't get to tell me what I can tell my friends Jay, she took my phone I'm away I was about to say you're bold. <laughs> you're, you're bold. <laughs> well, like I was like, I was like, how can you tell me what I can and can't say say to my friends? Like, if I'm dealing with something, like my friends are gonna be there to support me. And that very much had to do specifically with the nature of the situation. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Understood. We have some fa- we have some intergenerational trauma in my household <laughs> between parents and children and children of parents, etc. And uh, my mom was like, I'm taking your phone away. And I know she read through my texts. Mm. You never got suspicious that your parents are reading your texts? Well, um, my, my thing is, I usually don't tell people things that I'm not willing to tell anybody, if that makes sense. That's fair. I had a whole secret relationship because I didn't want to be out. So I changed my girlfriend's mm. name in my phone to a boy's name. Valid. Understood, and, I, understood. and because I was like, if my mom ever reads my text, <laughs> I don't want her to know. Understood, understood. But like, I don't know if everyone else is that paranoid. <laughs> Jay, I'm not going to let you know I was not that paranoid, but um, we, we were in two different situations. Listen, so. I think everyone knows <laughs> that I'm mentally ill. <laughs> I think everyone knows. Um. But I think also this is I, I just think, of, I just think we, me and you had two different upbringings. That's 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 all it. That's fair. Well, <laughs> Aria is also in a situation with a secret relationship, which needs to be stopped. <laughs> and she decides that because the cops might search her house too, because the cops probably are going to search all of their houses as they should, because well, we're shocked they haven't already. Which is wild. Because, like, let's be real, when all of this first happened, like, I'm sure they were interrogated and all that other stuff, right? 
Well, here's my thing, Jay. Look who was at the helm. You're right. <laughs> but if all of this, but like, I'm just like, if they're going to re if they're going to investigate one of them again, they're probably going to investigate all of them again because they were all together that night, allegedly. Correct. Correct. So Arya puts all of her stuff that has anything to do with Ezra into a bag. And she gives it to Emily. So, like, you put this in your locker. No, stop. Pause. Why is that a bad idea? <laughs> I, I, well, pause. I got two things I have to say about this real quick. Uh-huh. First things first. I'm the real. You have an entire book <laughs> given to you by this man. Um, I'm glad you brought the book up. <laughs> with, like, a little message that's, like, supposed to be cutesy and crap. Like, bleh, disgusting. <laughs> um, so, we're going to pause there. The book... Okay, is called um, Winesburg, Ohio, A Group of Tales of Ohio Small Town Life. And -hmm. it's by Sherwood Anderson. Mm -hmm. And the note that Ezra wrote in it is, uh, when you need to leave Rosewood, dot, 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 Ezra. Now, I have not read Winesburg, Ohio. Have you read Winesburg, Ohio? Jay, if you haven't read it, I have not read it. <laughs> um, well, I did some digging. Okay, dig for me, baby. So um, this book is um, a 1919 short story cycle that focuses mm-hmm. on the life of George Willard, um, and it follows him from childhood through young adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it was first written, it was received really well, um, okay. but people were kind of hesitant about how moral it was meaning like they had questions about the morality of the characters and if the right message was being toned uh sent even because it was trying to say like this is wrong we need to be critical of it in a way Mm -hmm. but people weren't sure that the message was actually being gotten that it was wrong oh understood that certain things are wrong um is what i understand from the articles I read, uh, okay. which is ironic because I feel the same way about Arya and Ezra. I feel like everyone should know it's wrong, but that's not the message that was sent. Like, um, and so, like, I feel like legit, 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 and I, like I have a lot of issues with the, the people who run the show, but I feel like the message they're sending about Arya and Ezra is like, this is wrong, but live a little. And I'm like, no, this is not the message. The message is, um. <laughs> Report Live the a little is like take a beer from your parents' fridge. <laughs> you know, live a little is like kiss your friends if they're if they consent. Only with consent. Only right. with consent. But like live a little is like get a fake ID in college. Live a little is not date your high school teacher while you're in his class. That's not okay. Pause. It's not okay that you're a high school teacher. Full stop. Um, high school teacher, stop seeking out these children. Full stop. <laughs> Correct. Um, so then I kept looking at the themes of the book because yes. uh, that's on the Wikipedia. So no. remember, the, ex- the inscription says, when you need to leave Rosewood. Yes. Um, and the themes of the book are loneliness, isolation, escaping isolation, 
being able to communicate with the people around you about your feelings. Um, so like you feel something inwardly, you're not, you feel like you're not allowed to express it outwardly, or you actually are not able to because of your stage of development. You know, when you're a teenager, sometimes you just don't have the words for what you're feeling. So you punch a hole in the wall type of things. I mm-hmm. didn't, but like for the sake of the metaphor. Understood. Um, and it's also a coming of age novel because uh, we follow George Willard throughout his life. Um, and there's a short story in there called The Teacher. Oh no. Oh, and no. this is what the Wikipedia says. Jay, I'm not okay. In The Teacher, a central point in George's development, Kate Swift, George's school teacher, realizes his literary potential and tries to communicate her thoughts to George. But his sexual desire, his sexual desire kindles her, kindles her own, and she loses touch with the intellectual, spiritual, and creative potentials of her own emotions. At last, however, George begins to perceive there's something more to be communicated between men and women than just the physical encounter. I wanted to die when you read that. So I just thought I'd share that. <laughs> this is like, not okay. Whoever was creating this show, like, let me tell you, there were some smart people on this show. There were some well-read people on this show. And it was Do better. wasted. Do better. <laughs> but it was wasted. <laughs> like, what a pull. Like, I read that and I was like, wow, everything has meaning in this show. And then I was just like, yeah, everything that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> and also, okay, so you said the first thing was that there's this book, right? Okay, what's yes. your second thing? Did you see the crap she handed to Emily? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> did you see? Did you see? <laughs> Jay, she gave this woman a spoon. <laughs> but it's a spoon from their first coffee date. What? <laughs> and then Why she hands her a that? dart from the bar what <laughs> legit nothing in there would connect those two like it's just random stuff that you have <laughs> well Corey was like okay we get it Arya you're a kleptomaniac <laughs> which is like fair but I'm shocked you didn't bring up the the most important part of all of this what's the most important part Arya says put this in your locker <laughs> to Emily so let's see. They're gonna start to everything, everything that uh, Spencer owns. Yes. And Arya says, because they're searching everything that Spencer owns, they are going to search everything that I own. Therefore, our next best friend, I'm gonna tell her yes. to put this in her locker. Correct. What did they do to Toby? <laughs> they searched his lockers first. <laughs> This girl, no common sense. She, she is not the, the sharpest tool. Listen, I have seen broken crayons sharper than her. <laughs> that, that was very upsetting, the, the entire thing. I was like, dang, are you? <laughs> the entire thing is nonsensical. It made no sense. It made me so angry. <laughs> it made me, I'm like, what is wrong with you? I was irate and I almost didn't Google the book. And then I was just like, no, you know, I got to keep up the bit. 
that you read and I don't understand. Yeah, but I haven't read this, so it's fine. <laughs> Understood. Imagine if I came up here and be like, Ashley, You're I like, have read Oh, by uh, Sherwood Anderson? And I'd be like, damn, okay. <laughs> I, I would. What if I came up here and be like, yeah, he's one of the most influential writers of the early 20th century that is underappreciated. <laughs> Actually, um, Winesburg, Ohio was considered one of the first, uh, first pieces of modernist literature. So you're not wrong. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had to Google Sherwood Anderson to see if he was a real person. <laughs> who names their kid Sherwood? I was like, oh, this is obviously a Robin Hood reference, like the Sherwood Forest. Ooh, no, what is, it a, was not. is this a bad time to say I'm not seen, read, or heard? Well, I've heard of Robin Hood. I haven't you seen know who Robin Hood is. All I know is he steals from the rich and gets to the poor. There you go. That's what you need to know. Oh, bet that's all. I, that's all I know, and that's all I, I mean. Know. There's more to it, but like not really. Um, <laughs> but yeah, apparently. Oh, um, about Sherwood Anderson. I didn't open this in a different uh, tab because I thought I was going to remember it, but I didn't. Um, but he owned a relatively successful copywriting business. Mm. And then one day he just had like a complete nervous breakdown, forgot who he was and decided to become a writer. What? And like, that is the most relatable content. <laughs> like I need a TV show about this man. <laughs> on Thursday, November 28th, Anderson came into his office in a slightly nervous state. According to his secretary, he opened some mail and in the course of dictating a business letter, he became distracted. He wrote a note to his wife and then murmured something along the lines of, I feel as though my feet were wet and they kept getting wetter. And then he left the office. Then on December what? December 1st, he entered a drugstore and asked the pharmacist to help him figure out who he was. Uh-huh. The pharmacist uh, was unable to figure out what he was saying. And he discovered a phone book uh, on Anderson's person and called the number of the Chamber of Commerce. And... Uh, the person from the Chamber of Commerce came and recognized him and had him checked into a hospital where his wife came to get him. And that breakdown, like, was the reason, like, he, like, throughout his life, he referred to that breakdown as, like, the reason for his life changing. And he would, like, retell the story in different ways, depending on, like, where he was in his life. But the yes. common theme was that he did not like his business or his mm -hmm. business was overworking him and he needed to change something in his life. Mm. Um, so sometimes it was that he was overworked and had a mental breakdown. Sometimes mm -hmm. he said that, he, quote, I resorted to slickness, to craftiness. The thought occurred to me that if men thought me a little insane, they would, forg they would forgive me if I lit out. Meaning he made the whole thing up. Oh, what? <laughs> so either he entered a fused state, which means he had amnesia and like didn't know who he was, which there's a whole thing about that that I can get into another day. Um, or he made the whole thing up. And I think like he was probably embarrassed about entering a fused state because he was pretty successful. Yeah. And probably reinterpreted it to be like, oh, I made the whole thing up because I'm so smart. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, and then after he moved back to Chicago, he divorced his wife and moved to Panama. Oh, that's fun. 
So like the life of this man is so fascinating. And like, it's wasted on this show. Like oh, true, forget true. Ezra. I want a show about Sherwood Anderson. I'm fascinated. I'd be interested. Tomorrow well, uh, at work, I'm just going to be telling the story over and over again to try and stop myself from getting any work done. <laughs> be like, I'm overworked. I'm going to be like, listen, have you ever felt overworked, underpaid, <laughs> underappreciated? Is your name Sherwood Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> wow. In well, 1912. Um, yes. But yeah. He died at 64. Young man. Oh. So anyway. Poor boy. Enough about him. He's not on the show. Well, I'm... <laughs> can I say the truth, DJ? I was, I was like, can, can, I, can, I, can I do a good um, transition? And then I was like, I have no clue where we are. <laughs> oh, and she leaves the book on her bedside table. Oh, yeah. That is where we are. We are right <laughs> Like, of all the shit, she get, like, a spoon and a dart from a bar. Which, like, don't mean, like, they're garbage. But she keeps the literal book that Ezra signed his name in. I was like, someone is going to find that. And it's it's going to explode everything. And I don't know if it's going to be Ella or Byron, but I'm going to be so happy when it happens. And let me tell you, I'm way smarter than Arya because I already figured out a way to lie about this. But whatever. <laughs> Dang. Um. So Spencer, we haven't talked about Spencer yet. Have we not? Oh, not really. Not. Besides like, the fact she slanders algebra. Yeah, but like she has not been <laughs> at school. Yes, she's at um, home. Who, who's at home with her, Jerry? Well, Toby comes by her back door, and he's like, "Hey, there are cops outside your like down the street, like watching your house." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like. No, there aren't. And she and he's like, they've been watching me for months. I think I can tell a cop car when I see it. Mm-hmm. Good for Toby. Toby said Um, and Toby says, "You have any coffee?" Yeah, and I want it in paper cups. Why? Well, Toby says, you're going to bring those cops coffee and you're going to say, here you go, officer. And that way they're going to know that you know that they're cops. You know that they're there and you're not afraid of them. Um, Would that be your approach? No. <laughs> no, no. Actively, actively not. First of all, I ain't bring coffee to nobody. <laughs> Especially Amen. people who suspect me as a murderer. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you just meant I'm not bringing coffee to anyone. No, I agree. I'm not. <laughs> especially. Yeah, especially. Especially. <laughs> okay. Like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, I don't know who you think I am. <laughs> I'm not your server. You're not getting nothing free from me. <laughs> and you better give me my 450 for this cup right now. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but let's say you're under house arrest, because essentially she's under house arrest. Like, she's not, she can leave, she can do whatever she wants. She's not Toby in this situation. And, like, they're going to follow her wherever she goes. You know that cops are following you, and you they think that you are connected to a murder case. You are a person of interest. Yes. Do you approach them with 
anything in your hands. No, Jay, I feel like I, I feel like it's been a minute since I preached this. I am not interacting with them while a lawyer present. Thank you. (laughs) So let's rate this idea. Is this the smartest idea that Toby's ever had? There's an Aussie chance this is the dumbest. (laughs) Only a white man could come up with this idea. Only, only. (laughs) A white man who has a checkered pass with the police. Who thinks he's badass, but it's really not. He's like, oh, I don't know if just, he thinks he's badass. He's, he's like, yo, just bring them a coffee and show them that you're not scared of them. What? Well, he, you, you should. We should note that he didn't do that to the cops. That we're watching him. <laughs> he he's said, "You're gonna talk, do this, Spencer." He's all talk. That boy's all talk. <laughs> and then Spencer has honestly a good come to Jesus moment. She says, "Honestly, Toby." They think I'm, I killed Allie. Yeah. They also don't like you. Yeah. Should we be hanging out? (laughs) And Toby's legit like, you're my only friend. What do you mean? (laughs) That's not what he says. That that is basically what he said. He says, listen, people move to the other side of the street when I walk by. So I might as well be friends with someone who people think is a murderer. Which is not good logic. <laughs> well, he's like, you're gonna be the new me. Which I'm like, I'm insulted. <laughs> right, because like she's not. Like Veronica's gonna get her out of this. We know that. Like, let me tell you something. That woman is a lawyer and a darn good one. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, there was a time when I thought the actress who played Veronica was on like the good wife or whatever. And like some lawyer show. And I was like, Ooh, you know, well, I can see her on a good wife. I could see her on a good yeah, wife. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? Like, Veronica could be. I was like, maybe she just plays <laughs> Veronica Hastings. Like, that crossed my mind. <laughs> Especially in later seasons, but, you know. Well, we're not there yet. We're like a couple years out. No. <laughs> um, so then we see Paige and Emily, and Emily asks Paige some questions. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Why are you with Sean? And Paige is like, listen, like, it's not a date. We're going with a whole bunch of people. And, you know, I'm allowed to explore my interests. Which I'd say fair if that's what she was saying. But she's over here like, it's no big deal. There's a lot of people going. It's nothing like that. I'm just going to go have fun. Knowing darn well what the intentions are. Well, do you, what do you think her intentions are? No, not her, Sean's. Oh, I was like, I don't think she's trying to lead Emily on. No, no, she, no, she knows what Sean's intentions are, but she's trying to, um, what is the, what's the word? Um, twist it so that way it's not what she knows it is. I think genuinely Paige might be I'm, like I'm, Sean's a cool dude I'll go on a date with him I'll see if I like him because maybe I'm not gay maybe there's a way out of this for me mm-hmm. and then she kisses him and finds out that is not true but is it a date if you go with other people I've always said um, 
first dates, you need to be in a public setting or with a group of people. Full stop. I agreed. <laughs> but like, if six people go to the movies mm-hmm. and only two of them are on a date, is it a date? It's six people and only two of them going to the the specific situation you said. I say that's a hangout. So, like, let's say that, like, but it's a hangout, but you can't bring a date to a hangout. Yeah. So, like, Sean and his friends are going to the movie. Some of them are girls. Some of them are boys. Mm-hmm. He says, "Paige, go to the movies with me as a date." Is it a date? Yes, because because he says as a date, it is one hundred percent a date. If he didn't say it, but we know there's romantic intentions from both parties, potentially, is it a date? Uh, like if like if they haven't said like we're dating, but they're like, oh, we're flirting, and then like want to go to the movies? It just so happens all these other people are going, but like, do you want to go to the movies with me? Well, listen, listen, Jake. <laughs> As someone who's not the best person who could read things, like who has been in a situation where people were flirting and I was like, oh, I didn't realize this. And they was like, you want to hang out? And I was like, oh, sure. I like you. Um, and I was like, oh, not like that. <laughs> like, like, oh. Listen, we're vulnerable here. <laughs> so so like, maybe Paige is just like foolish like me, comma, but I don't think she is. I think it's a date. No, no, I think I think it is a date. I think she knows it's a date, but she does not want to admit that it's a date. Yeah, she doesn't want Emily to think it's a date. Yes. But she wants Sean to think it's a date. And she thinks it's a date. <laughs> like, Sean thinks it's a date. Sean thinks she thinks it's a date. And I think she genuinely thinks that this is a date. She might be confused on who, whether she wants it to be a date, but I think she understands the context that this is a date. Yes, but I also feel like she still has feelings for uh sure, but like you've never had feelings for one person and gone and like also had feelings for a per- for another person or like gone on a date with someone else. Uh, I have not. You've never opened a dating app when you've also been interested in someone in someone you already know. I've never been on a dating app. Okay, well, like some of us live a little <laughs> without dating our teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I have been on a date with one person while knowing full well that I have a crush on somebody else because I'm like listen I don't have a chance with this other person or I don't know if things are going to work out with this other person so I'm going to go on a date with someone who's interested in me like I, I I am a big proponent of like yo go have fun like that is, I'm a big proponent of that yeah and, and like so I'm, I'm not mad at it I just don't feel like she's in the right place to be doing it yeah sense. i don't think it's a great idea but she's already committed listen jay i've passed out of many plans <laughs> that's fair <laughs> um so like if you're playing the field play the field but i don't think um miss what's her face Paige is playing the field right now i think she's trying to but she's not in a place where she is ready to she shouldn't um so next, we're going to move on to Ella and Byron. What are they talking about? So Ella lets her estranged husband know <coughs> that she got a mistake text from Aria. Yes. And she's like, isn't it cute? She's seeing a boy. Like, I wonder who it is. Isn't this so silly? Yeah. And Byron's like, 
our daughter is like connected to a murder investigation. I don't think we should be letting her keep secrets right now. <laughs> like, I want to know the boy she's talking to. I want to know how long they've been talking. And I want to know what his hobbies are and where he was on September 1st. Like when Byron started talking, I was like, oh my God, Byron. And then he was like, I was like, yeah, she's part of a murder investigation right now. I honestly think that, like, I'm with Byron here. I'm like, I was like, okay. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't want to be on his side. But I was like, uh, he, he's making a, he's spitting some facts. And also, like, but, but here's my thing. I, but then my next question is, like, but how genuine are these facts? And are you just like, no, that's my girl, no boys? So, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Because to me, I'm like, thinking about it and I'm like I don't want my kid to feel like they have to keep secrets around me which is kind of Ella's approach Mm -hmm. except that like if my child is connected to a murdered girl Mm -hmm. or there's questions about the coach of the field hockey team um maybe dating the dead girl who's my my daughter's friend or my child's friend like with everything going on in the situation, I think Byron has every right. Yeah. And also, like, maybe not if it's texting, but, like, if Arya's going on a date with somebody and she tells me that she's going on a date, I think I have the right as the parent of a teenager to know who the name the name of the person you're going to meet because there's too many creeps in this world, teenage and older. Mm-hmm. I don't care if that boy is 16. I don't care if he's 60. Well, I do care. Um, I need to know the name of the person that you're going to meet. And I need to know the name of the location. And I don't think that's asking for too much. Well, pause. I don't think that's asking for too much. But as someone who's also once a teenager, every time my parents are like, I need to know where you are, I will always remind. Oh, 100%. (laughs) but like i'm just saying like like, now i'm like thank you parents for being responsible (laughs) like from the beginning yeah i'm like like i was on byron's side because like as a parent regardless of if it's my son daughter child of an indeterminate gender you're going somewhere okay i need to know Mm -hmm. um and that's because of the mistakes i made as a teenager Mm. um but i i do see now would he be the same way towards Mike? And my question is, is no. Mike connected to a murder investigation? Also, no. <laughs> so, like, I-, I say let's put a pin in that and see how he acts about Mike throughout the series, too. Okay, but... Um, so... Like, 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 like here's, here's, yeah. here's one thing I'll say about Ella. I feel like Ella will say this whether it's Mike or Arya. We'll have to yeah, because she's just like a very like hippy dippy parent. She she's consistent. <laughs> yeah. Um. So real quick, we're gonna we talked about this a little bit already. Arya gives her kleptomania, like date keepsakes garbage to Emily. Like there was another part of this scene. Yeah. Um. We haven't talked that they overheard Caleb on the phone telling someone that he can't. Uh, that something can't happen that night. And he keeps referring to her like some woman. And it becomes clear that he is talking about living in Hannah's house. 
Yes. And the other person seems to be pretty negative about Hannah. Yes. And Caleb's being really defensive. Yes. Um. So uh, Emily and Arya think that Caleb's dating another girl. And they tell Hannah about this and Hannah like rips them to shreds. We saw her. She was in her lovey-dovey phase like not that long ago. Like, and, and here's my thing, right? I think, sure, tell Hannah, comma, but, but don't be like, yeah, he's seeing another girl. Like, 100%, this is what's happening. Uh huh. Yeah, because they don't know. They don't know. They don't, this could be about anything. Like, who did? <laughs> it is suspicious. You don't like Caleb. Like, listen, Jay, how long have I been on the anti Caleb train? That's what I'm saying. You don't like Caleb. No, I don't. Okay, just making sure. I don't like him, but I'm saying, listen, you only heard one side of a phone call, not of a story of a freaking phone call. <laughs> we don't know what's being happening. Yeah. Like you're jumping to conclusions because you already have a preconceived notion of the guy. And listen, I don't like the guy, but I know the guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Jenna walks by and she's wearing the owl pendant that Caleb was supposed to be giving Hannah around her neck. And Caleb's not answering texts or calls or anything either. He's like MIA at this point. But that does seem like Jenna's aesthetic though. I'm not gonna lie, the owl. It, because it's like an emo owl, it does seem very Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um Spencer watches Jenna working on her computer and she's wearing headphones obviously she can't see um and Spencer watches her take apart the owl it turns out that it's a flash drive but and um Jenna puts it in her computer Mm -hmm. and Caleb's still not answering so she slips a note into his locker well pause, 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 pause 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 stop Spencer sees this from um, Allie. Why, why does she not also look to see what's on the flash drive? Pause, pause. First off, Jay, stop. That's an invasion of privacy. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> Folks, I do not advise You this. have never... That's the same thing as like, you hear two people talking on the bus and you hear a name that sounds familiar and you're like, oh, I'm going to listen to this conversation even though I'm not part of it. Like, eavesdropping happens. A little bit of snooping here and there never hurt anyone. and if you're going to be snooping on her anyway why not like your eyes your eyes work no like my thing was you're already there you're already doing this right her eyes work she doesn't even wear glasses she should be able to read what's on the computer screen yes um but she doesn't um so spencer's useless (laughs) she she was so useless uh but hannah she's like okay let me try the combination to uh caleb's locker yeah and she doesn't know it but um she does know one number and it's 214 Mm -hmm. so she tries 214 and it works Mm -hmm. Now, where did Hannah or Spencer learn 214 from? Um, Toby. And where did Toby learn it from? Uh, 
Jenna. I was yeah, like, a little bit of snooping can be helpful sometimes. <laughs> well, uh, Tobias gave them the information. After well, I'm saying Toby uh, snooped. I don't think it's okay. I, I don't think stupid. I don't think if invasions, it's not okay. <laughs> listen, if it moves the plot along. Uh, listen, I understand this is a television show, but I feel like I will do what this TV show does not do and tell you what I believe is right and wrong. <laughs> I Clearly. You. Thank you for your service on this 4th of July. No problem. <laughs> and I, 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 as, as a person of, I believe in privacy. <laughs> as, as the troops say. <laughs> well you know what at least someone in this country believes in the right to privacy <laughs> um but it turns out that 214 is caleb's locker number and mm-hmm. so she goes home and she yells at caleb and he's like i never meant to hurt you and jenna like i just thought it was some mean girls thing and like i didn't think there was anything like that could hurt you on that flash drive so like I just thought you two had a feud and this was before like I, like I cut things off with her and like you knew my situation and she's like you need to leave my home yes which I understand there is not a single moment I, I believe Caleb believed he was in the right because he was completely in the wrong like, oh yeah I think he was trying to explain himself but it wasn't trying to like excuse himself like Hannah straight up tells him boy you've been spying on me like like she invites this man into his home into her home and he's spying on her, t- telling other uh, like this other girl who he knows are not like friends all this information about. And then she asks for um phone records and stuff from her. Sure, he doesn't give it, but he's still playing along with it just yeah. to get what a quick buck. And you expect me to be okay? You expect me to let you touch you? No. To take her virginity. Get get, get out of here. Okay, but here's the thing: Did Caleb care before she lost her virginity? <laughs> like it's a it's an honest question because like he did not seem to he, care until I, Hannah I was think like he, I love her I love you I think he cared because uh, when, when she started annoying him after the shower he was like what's going on yeah that's fair yeah, yeah. So, so but I, I don't think he cared enough to like not go through with it obviously but we saw when he cut off Jenna it was after the virginity loss right <laughs> and also he still had to give the flash drive to Jenna between the time she saw it and the time Jenna used it. Mm-hmm. So like, he had already slept with her at that point. Yeah. But he's following through on his deal. That's it. Wait, listen, you can follow through on your deal. That don't not make you a scum. Yeah. <laughs> so Toby and Spencer are at Spencer's house or at Toby's house. Uh, and Wait, this Toby's? According to my notes. Was- Oh, I thought they were Spencer's. My bless. But either way, they're talking about... Because uh, I, I go off for, for like a good two or three lines. Like, why the fuck is Toby at Spencer's house right now? It's late. <laughs> yeah. I know, her, I know darn her, her parents will not allow this. Well, she asks... She asks him, what is it like to run away? Or have you ever run away? And um, Spencer tells him a story about when she was seven. She and Melissa got in a huge fight over something she doesn't even remember anymore. Which, like, valid. And her parents sided with Melissa, so Spencer made a tuna salad sandwich and ran away to the movies and watched a film, a movie about a princess. And then when she got back home, she, because she felt lonely, no one even noticed that she was gone. I have many questions. Okay, but, 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 
But Jay, I would like to say I have also ran away from home one time and it was only for two hours and I went to a park <laughs> over over a fight that I don't even remember what it was. But I was like, I'm running away. I went to the park and after I was like, you know, I want to go back home. <laughs> you. Um, I was also a child. I think elementary school, maybe just going into middle school. Oh. <laughs> well, question. What's if up? you were seven, do you think your parents would notice? <laughs> Because I think my parents would notice. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Second of all, whoop, whoop. <laughs> you're sneaking food into a movie. What food are you sneaking? Not a tuna salad sandwich. <laughs> like, let me tell you something. I would die. I would be so dead. Like, why are you bringing that stuff that smells? It has such a strong odor. Like, it would be <laughs> into a movie theater. I that's just disrespectful. So I'm going to make a controversial statement. Make a statement. 9-11 killed the movies. It killed the movie-going experience. Because we started getting security lines everywhere, people going through bags because people were afraid people were going to be sneaking things into crowded places, understandably, because people were. Mm -hmm. My mom remembers, and my dad remembers, when they were kids, and when they were up until they were in their, like, 30s, or later like they could bring like entire meals into the movies and like their parents purses or my mom's purse or whatever Mm -hmm. like my mom was like yeah one time we brought like thanksgiving leftover sandwiches into the movie theater and like whole liters of coke Mm -hmm. excuse me that's what what do you mean I'm like, I am lucky if I get like a Butterfinger bar. In no, there. no, I'm saying, what do you mean about the um, bring an entire Thanksgiving dinner to the movies? Like the sandwiches. Like Still. you put turkey and stuffing like on sandwich and like cranberry. Still, sauce. that is a while that you're bringing that to the movies. Well, like, you know, you go like after Thanksgiving, like maybe the next day you go to the movies or whatever. You know, I'm making like, I'm making stuff up at this point, but like basically, like you could bring like, anything you wanted almost into the movies and like they weren't really checking your bags that much yes and i'm just like a kid brings a tuna salad sandwich in immediate red flag like no thank you that would never pass anymore they would smell well, that you before you bought the ticket here's my question was spencer seven before after 9 11 um well, assuming that she's about my age, she would have been seven either at or right after 9-11. But either way, like, <laughs> it's a tuna salad sandwich. And she's seven. She goes alone to the movies, gets a ticket, goes in, eats the tuna salad sandwich, and gets home. crazy I'm, I'm 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 gonna let you know this um i had a friend uh we went to the movies and we went to see this pg-13 movie right mm-hmm. and she got stopped because she didn't look like she was 13 <laughs> to Listen, a pg-13 movie i wasn't 13 when spider-man the toby Maguire one came out and it was rated pg-13 and my parents took me and my brother i thought we were gonna get arrested because we weren't 13 Oh my goodness. And my parents were taking, I was like, you're going to get arrested too. But I never said any of that out loud because I was like, 
okay, we're going to get arrested. We're going to go to jail. We're going to die. It's fine. But I was like, okay. also like my parents know what they're doing. Like they'll make my six-year-old brother look like he's 13. He'll be fine. Listen, we already talked about this. I have mental illness. So we're going to go back to Aria's house. Okay. Um, and Mr. Byron Montgomery is snooping in Aria's room. He's yes. about to open up the Sherwin Anderson book until Ella sees that he's spying and is like, hey, uh-uh, this is 2010. We still have the right to privacy in this country. Mm-hmm. Unlike 2022. Uh, Ella says, we agreed to be the kind of parents that don't poke and pry. And if Arya's keeping secrets, it's because she learned the behavior from us. And mm-hmm. Byron gets upset because she thinks She's talking about his affair, which she probably yes. is. And he's like, well, maybe we haven't talked about the real problem. And Mike walks right. up and he's like, great, you're arguing again. I thought things were going to be back to normal. And all you do is argue. And fam, he says that with a look. He doesn't say a single word. Right. <laughs> he says nothing and everything at the same time. Truly, truly. Um, no, no, but 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 Ella, but Ella had the line. She was like, "You won't even admit that we're arguing right now." <laughs> yeah, and so we're just gonna finish up the Arya, the Arya's family stuff. Um, Mike later confronts Arya and is like, "What did you do to make and our parents like, fight?" And I was like, "Hold up, homeboy, homeschooling, homie G. This is what we're not gonna do." <laughs> you know what? We're no, I think Arya deserves it. No, no, we are not about to talk Arya for something she did not do. <laughs> well. As far as he knows, they were arguing about Arya. Because he heard the part about mm. keeping secrets about some boy. And he already knows that Arya keeping secrets about her dad's affair is why their parents supposedly split. Well, no, we cannot put that blame on Arya. <laughs> we, cannot put- <laughs> we can't, but Mike does because he's like a, a 14-year-old boy fair <laughs> and he's like and he he has some sage advice from a 14 year old boy he says i don't care what you got to do either break up with a boy or lie about breaking up with the boy <laughs> just make them stop oh, and true. ella doesn't come to dinner so byron's like oh i can't wait to see what you guys made for the three of us but, but, but like here's the thing right they were hooking back up, getting back together, and they did not acknowledge the issue. Like, no acknowledgement of the reason why they separated in the first place. No couples therapy. None at all. Like, so I, I feel like it's wild they made it that far. <laughs> Truly. Do you have anything else to say about Arya's family? I feel like Ella made a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Like, and, and, and here's the thing. It sucks because I know it hurts both of their children because they both were um, happy and excited for this to happen. Um, but <laughs> And it's not like Byron wasn't making good points. Like, I don't think Byron is completely in the wrong here because yes, Ella also some... did not address the problem. Correct, she did not. Yes, she did not. So like, we can't just blame Byron here. I think Ella also has some blame. But I think Ella did make a good call in not going to dinner. Correct. Like both are true. Yes, I agree. Um, so are you ready to talk about my favorite scene of the episode? Jay, let me tell you something. 
in this show, a girl got hit with a car. People and have been I'm, hit by cars. People have been hit by uh, falling science things in the science room. Yeah. And let me tell you something. My jaw has never been on the floor as it was this scene. <laughs> this scene, <laughs> pinnacle of teen drama. <laughs> I have never been more excited to see Hannah on my screen. <laughs> I love this bitch. Go. I do Go. not condone what she did. Go. But the excitement I felt. I, I was stunned, Jay. I was the way the adrenaline stunned. coursed through my body. <laughs> I was the way the prepared. patriotism I felt when I saw this scene happen and said, This is America. <laughs> it is July 4th. When I say uh, watch this come out in like August. <laughs> like in August. It, it will still be true. <laughs> I doubt America will change that much between now and August. In fact, my money says it'll only get worse. <laughs> I hope for my sanity you're wrong. <laughs> um, good luck with that. So we're, it's the next day. We go to school. Yes. Emily and Aria, they're talking at their lockers. And yes. Emily... Uh, gets a little upset because she sees Paige talking with Sean and some other friends. Um, and Spencer's still at home. Um, and yes, then Hannah walks up and Aria and Emily and Hannah decide to go to the bathroom. Because mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, but supposedly teenage girls go to the bathroom in flocks. That was not true for my high school. In fact, the boys all went together and it was kind of funny. Um, I've seen multiple types of people go to the bathroom together. That's I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just like, it's in teenage. No, no. And shows. I'm saying I've been in those bathrooms. Those bathrooms are disgusting. Stop. <laughs> all high school bathrooms are disgusting. Stop. <laughs> but anyway. Like legit go anywhere else. <laughs> um. Someone is in the bathroom when they get there. Who? It is Jenna. I mean, Jenna's washing her hands. She turns around. She's getting ready to leave. Yeah. And uh, Hannah calmly walks up to Jenna. Mm -hmm. And Arya and Emily are like, oh, shit. What is she going to say? She's going to say something really bad. Like, this can't be good. Hannah has a... a a temper to her. We know she's going to say something messed up. Hannah says nothing. Wait, she wait, raises wait. her hand. She slaps Jenna across the face. Jenna's glasses go flying. Jenna's hand goes to her face because she is in pain. It is searing pain on her face where Hannah has slapped her. Hannah calmly bends down, picks up Jenna's glasses, places them in her other hand and says, this is Hannah, in case you couldn't tell. And then leaves. I'm, I'm I, I don't I didn't know if you heard the silence, but the, the, that that's I was like, that was wild. That was like I, under I, no Jay, circumstances is this okay. In the Discord, we're Jay, like, this is assault. This is wrong. Like, regardless of if Jenna is blind, you do not slap somebody, especially that hard. 
And especially because Jenna didn't know who you were or why you were slapping them, why you were slapping her, like, especially not okay. Jay, I legit wrote in my notes, I do not know how I feel about this. I don't know if I like this or hate this. (laughs) (laughs) When I tell you, the adrenaline was in my blood. I was just like, like, and I say this is American because I'm like, nothing is more American than a TV show with a girl fight over a shitty sleazy boy. Skeezy boy, not sleazy boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and nothing is more American than kicking or punching or slapping disabled people when they're down. Which is I'm, less I'm, funny. I'm, 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 I'm not excusing this. Come but she did hire someone to spy on this girl. And I'm not excusing it, 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 it she was did hire someone really to, funny and it, it did hire iconic. someone to steal her phone records. It was it was an iconic slap. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, after half, I was like, let me see her eyes. Let me see her eyes. <laughs> Why? Because remember the flashback? They were like so green. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say because we're not sure she's actually fully blind. No, I want to see if those eyes were like as emerald as they portrayed it. Or was it just like, <laughs> like the, yeah, was it like a filter? But like, and guess also, what? Like, it was not, it was not as emerald. But also, like, they aren't like our core four aren't sure that she's completely blind either. I believe she's blind, right? But like, there's been like some things where like she knows who's in the room when she shouldn't know who's in the room, or like she seems to see somebody that like she shouldn't know is there but the person is there you know like there's been moments where the show like tries to make you think maybe she's not as blind like fully blind so I was wondering if like that's what you were referencing but like I also agree I think she's like fully blind I do I do too but I'll say this this slap did something else for for me oh it like brought Jenna down so many levels for me like like the way they talk about Jenna is like this boogeyman, right? And then after that step, I was like, she's just a teenage girl. Yeah, like she is a blind girl who did not know, first of all, who you were, mm-hmm. that you were there. You didn't walk up to her and slap her. And when I tell you this slap, like you heard every cell get slapped. <laughs> not every cell. You heard every skin cell in Jenna's face shiver like it was a hard slap like that's gonna leave a mark 100 because you know hannah wears rings fair but that that was that was a mess i was not prepared like i'm not condoning it but like i was not okay that is a top 10 thing that hannah has done that stands out in my mind like, not like that I she, approve of, but like thing that stands out in my mind. Like going through so the two, you knew the slap was coming. Well, I mean, like that, and like of the things we've seen up to this point, like yeah, she crashed Sean's car. <laughs> yeah, she got run over by a. She slapped. Like the slap was more of a shock to me. I, I was not prepared. I, I tell you, I was not. Like prepared. I knew I it was prepared. coming, and I was shocked. Yeah. 
the way her glasses went flying. Will Hannah get written up for this? I hope so. Will she get in trouble with the police for this? Because it is assault. I hope not. <laughs> but will she? Uh, I'm going to say no. All right. So we only have a little bit left in the episode. Let's go to Spencer. Yeah. So she goes on a run. And when she comes back, surprise, Ian's sitting there in the dark. I hate this man with all my heart. I hate this man so much. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. And he says, you need to stop running away from things. I'm offering you help and we're family. So you should accept my help. You should be smart because when you're arrested, it's going to be too late. And it's just like, I'm homeboy. No, stop. Full stop. No, I see what you're trying to do. You're not smart. You're dumb. (laughs) Yeah. But like, he definitely threatened her there. Oh, 100%. And it's like, does he have something on her? I don't think so. Okay. Because, like, he's acting like he can, like, get her in big trouble. Like, honestly, at this point, if I was Spencer, well, pause, pause. Spencer does think he is a murderer. So he might have that over her. (laughs) Yeah. But also, just like, I would be like, my mom is a lawyer and she's my actual family. So thank you for your concern. But like, I don't need help right now. Like my mom is going to take care of this. Thank you. No, like truly what you're going to do, make my sister not like me more. Right. Or like get my sister on my side. Like, is that the help you're offering? Because at this point, like, that's not what I'm worried about. Are are you going to do something with my position on the cross field? Because I don't, I I have to go to prison. Like there is nothing Ian could do besides murder her that would terrify me. And this is like the only Ian we get in this this episode, which is in- nice. I think we got too much Ian. I agree. <laughs> um, so you know, you know what I need less of? Paige. Well, oh, oh, oh. Yes. I was not going to say that, but yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I need less grown men in my teenage shows. Also true. <laughs> you know, I just need less grown men. Less men. <laughs> No offense. I understand. You're the perfect amount. <laughs> I'm the perfect amount? Of man in my life. Oh, I thought you meant of grown. <laughs> and of grown. Um, but yeah, next we see like Paige visiting Emily. She goes to Emily's house and talks about the date with Sean. And she's like, when I kissed him, it didn't feel right. And mm. Emily's like, yeah, because you're afraid to admit that you're gay. And for the first time, we hear Paige say that she's gay. And Paige kisses Emily. And it's like, I just want this plot to be over. I'm so tired. I'm so done. I I'm, 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 I'm want this relationship gone now. Like, bring back Maya. Bring back Maya. <laughs> like, <laughs> will like, we, like will still... we ever hear from Maya again? I, I think I already said they wrote her out of the show. Just trying to before we end the season, I'm just trying to get on the same page. I, I'm just um very happy that we may have under like on this 22 episode season, maybe less than six episodes with black people. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not talking about the extras. <laughs> um, so then we see Hannah breaking down. She's heartbroken about Caleb, and she's probably coming to terms with the fact that she's gonna get arrested for assault. 
<laughs> and she was pretending to be taking a bath and her mom is trying to talk to her through the door because her mom knows that she's really crying alone in the bathroom. It's really just heartbreaking. I just wanted her to go in and give her a hug. I just I just wanted Hannah to have a hug at that moment. Like, oh, I know. And like, I feel like Ashley would give her the hug she needs. I, I agree. Ooh, Ashley question that did come up. There was an Ashley question? No, but it was in my notes and I didn't ask it yet. Do you think Ashley's okay with Hannah hanging out with Spencer considering she might be a convicted felon soon? <laughs> and what about Pam? <laughs> Pam is not. Pam was like, um, Emily, stop, talk, stop talking to that girl. I did not want to right, say that girl. Right, but like, and like Ashley's like, yeah, but like, Spencer's going to be valedictorian, so it's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to like bring that up because we haven't talked about that this episode. That's funny. <laughs> That's um, funny. And then the last thing we see before our end of episode scene is Spencer's mom goes to her room and mentions that they might have a chance of getting the search warrant thrown out. Baby, look at But there is job. bad news too. Dang it. I thought you were supposed to do your job. <laughs> well, she's a lawyer. She can't fix everything. Valid. Um, and she can only do what she can with what she knows. And she knows that the police found fibers in Spencer's bracelet that Allison gave her. Which and the was fibers match the sweater fibers from Toby's sweater. Mm-hmm. So it looks like someone's going through a lot of trouble to make Spencer look guilty. So either Spencer is guilty or someone's doing a real good job of framing her. So the police are asking whether Spencer removed Toby's sweater from Allison's corpse. Or if, or like why else would like her, the fibers from the sweaters be in her bracelet? Mm -hmm. And honestly, like Spencer has every right to find that terrifying and she does. Well, I think first she was terrified of of her mom uh, uh, because she straight up was like, uh. Do you think that's what happened? Like (laughs) her mom thinks she's guilty and her mom's like, no, of course not. No, she said, she said, I was like, I think you're being frightened. I think someone's going a lot of trouble to frame you, but I don't think you would do this. I don't think you would do that. Which, yeah. which I'm not going to lie, Jay, for a second, I was like, please don't say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, we'll get there. So our end of episode scene is A. Wait, does uh, this count as the A message? This is the only A message. No, I'm saying does this count for this episode? As yeah. A okay, but. So it's. So it's a, there's a heart made of glass with Hannah's name on it and A smashes it. With a hammer. And then she puts it, or I said she, cause Hannah, sorry. It's okay. Um, I was about to be like Hannah and I'm like, no, we're talking about A. Okay. Uh, can you imagine if Hannah was A? I, I genuinely cannot. what a crazy show anyway so a puts i have to sorry a puts the smashed glass which isn't wrapped first of all yes broken glass some crazy glue and a note in a box and the note says dear hannah try putting the pieces back together 
Do you think we're going to see Hannah open this gift? No. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> I th- I think we're going to see Hannah already have the gifts and then showing it to some the um the friends, but she's we're not going to see her open it. Okay, but we yeah. but we are going to see the gift again. Yeah. Okay. So we've reached the end of the episode. Yay! Which means I have some questions for you. Ask away, baby. Who killed Allison? Um, I am at this point. I feel like it either has to be Ian or Toby. Like it's one of those two. Okay. That's what my gut says. And I don't think it's anyone else at this point. I, I don't think it's possible that anyone could have killed her. But just to give you a solid answer, uh, I'm going to go with Ian. All right. You think it's Ian. So who's A? I still think we have not met A yet. I, I, I have a prediction. I feel like we will be introduced to A in the finale. Ooh. All right. Yes. <laughs> any idea of like the kind of relationship a has with the girls with the girls yeah like why is a black man what's a's motive to the girls um this is a very insignificant person uh to the person these girls have um the basically allison policy uh they have probably took everything from her because um they took allison from her so this is someone who was secretly close to allison either secretly close to Allison or close to Allison before Allison was like I'm dropping you for these people Ooh, maybe also or maybe like a parasocial relationship with Allie like this person loved Allie but Allie had no idea who this person was. oh yes or that one or that one that's gonna be good too because <laughs> like you know I love someone who's like a secret obsessor like and Allison seems like a person to like have someone obsess over them yeah someone had an Allison fan Instagram like Pinsta. <laughs> I believe it. You saw how long um, we, they had those Allison posters up? <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but did you watch uh, the Anna Delvey thing? No. Okay, well, basically, like, when Anna Delvey, who's a fake influencer who, like, swindled all these rich people out of, like, tons of money, like, but also, like, is not a good person. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, when she was- Wait, wait, at- wait, wait. Is she, is she, like, that science lady- who was like oh. no 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 no. that's oh. a different but also there was a fictional thing about her okay but but this this one is like Ru- a russian german immigrant who like has a whole bunch of immigration law violations and also mm. swindled a whole bunch of people out of money and also like pretended to be like um an heiress and all these other things gotcha um and when she was in court her team made an in or someone made an Instagram of mm. all the outfits she was wearing because she was supposed to be like this fashionista and it turns out like all her shit was okay. from H&M um which is really funny but like I feel like someone definitely had a, like what Allie wore Instagram you know I can see that I can, I can see Allison being the type of person I, I wore it once I'm not wearing it again yeah <laughs> um so who's your MVP for the episode I give it to Hannah for the slap? No, oh no, for the Caleb situation. For um um being like, you know what? This was not okay. I am kicking all your ho- my house. I understand your situation's not great, but you've betrayed my trust and I cannot have you in here anymore. So what so, I'm hearing is you can deliver an iconic assault and still be the MVP. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> what can't Hannah do? All right. So next week next week's episode is 
season one, episode 21. We're almost there. It's the penultimate episode, baby. It was released on Pi Day 2011. That's <gasps> March 14th. Uh, that's my favorite holiday, by the way. Um, and it's called Monsters in the End. What's it about, AJ? It's called Monsters in the End? Monsters in the End. Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. The police are going to make an arrest of uh-huh. someone for Allison's murder. Who and it will not be Spencer. Arrest? It will not be Spencer. That is all I can tell you. Maybe Toby. They arrest Toby again. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, like no, like like no, like truly. It's like uh back back to my maybe Toby's the killer. It's like, oh, we um made this character so sympathetic, sympathetic, but at the end he was still a monster the whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. I love this. Well, AJ. <laughs> yes. We will find out next week. I'm excited. <laughs> who are the monsters in the end? <laughs> um, so in the meantime, yes. what are you up to? Where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at the kid Norris. That's where I'll post any uh, projects or podcasts that I will be on. Um, something might be in the worst, but I don't know if I'm able to announce it yet, but, but um, keep your eyes out. Ooh, I am so excited. So <laughs> where should I keep my eyes out on? Uh, on Twitter. On Twitter, <laughs> the Kid yes. Norris. The Kid Norris. And what about you, just, What you up to? I was just making sure. Um, so I am up to absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, this is the main thing going on in my life, um, apart from like boring work things that happen every day that being said um if you want to email us about the the podcast about pretty little liars about original sin which is coming out at the end of this month literally anything if you want to send us like your real life gossip and like will be pretty little liars about it or something i don't know feel free to do that at two secrets pod at gmail.com or you can send me things on Twitter. My Twitter is jmanji underscore. That's J-A-Y-M-A-N-J-I underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, yeah, I will be watching Big Brother when it comes out next week. I will be waiting for, uh, oh, The Bachelor. Close. The Bachelorette comes out next week, which is also very exciting. I've been in a Bachelorette uh, league. We're going to like have like, Mm-hmm. a draft and everything and like there's like really? actual prizes but i'm not putting money in it but i was invited to participate which i still get prizes which like i deserve them you do uh thank you um uh, it's like an actual trophy that's like the size of like a cat tree it's disgustingly huge anyway <laughs> um in the meantime you can find me on twitter jmonji underscore or my cat's twitters which are my kitty Vinny or the santony um other than that uh give us a five-star rating and a review on apple Podcasts or spotify and until next time feel free to send us all your hot gossip any secrets that you have because you know that aj and i are here to talk it out and break those down all right until next week aj (laughs) that that was a closing (laughs) it was a closing (laughs) 
Listen, Fourth of July, there are fireworks. I have two cats with me right now. So until yeah. next time, more than one beer, you. Bye. <laughs> Got a secret? Can you keep it? Swear this one you save. Better lock it in your pocket. Taking this one to the grave. If I show you, then I know you won't tell what I said. Cause two can keep a secret if one of them is dead.